You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. All right, so you're wondering, how do I listen to you guys live? How do I check it out? Well, good news. We stream every Wednesday, 9 p.m. over on Twitch. Nerddux, N-E-R-D-D-U-X, or Nerd to Know Media on YouTube or Twitch. That's how you're going to go to catch us. Hope to see you in the live chat. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre, this is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Hello everyone, welcome to the, what are we called now, so confused, <laughs> the Nerd to Know Basis <laughs> Show, going out live on YouTube on Wednesday or possibly Saturday, depending on what time zone you're coming from. My name is Kian, and in alphabetical order, introduce yourself, guys. The alphabet work. Brent! Hey, it's Brent. <laughs> hey, it's Dara. I had to think about that for a moment. I'm like, wait, who's first? Brent, you're it... going after me for hat sizes, and you can't do the alphabet. <laughs> to be fair, it's late in the day. I did do it's that. late in the day. B, B is the first letter. <laughs> like, B, C, D. <laughs> Brent do alphabet good, Yes. <laughs> Me fail English. That's, That's impossible. Whoa. <laughs> oh. How are you doing, Kev? You never got to introduce yourself. And yes, and yes, it is. I, in, shouting the word brain was my introduction. <laughs> I'm doing fine. <laughs> Lovely. Well, uh, usually we do a bit of beating around the bush, but I suspect that this topic that we advertise in our social media will get derailed qu- pretty quickly if I don't jump into it pretty quickly. No, so, it won't. It's like the main topic. You are derailing me as we speak. No, it's like the main topic. <laughs> but before, no, before we get into that, I, uh, want, to, I, I want to say that <laughs> no, it's related. It's related. It's related. Come on. It's related. Um, okay, okay. I trust you. I, well, I, I want, don't believe you for a second. <laughs> I want to go on, on. Before we go on to the awesome Zack Snyder, Right, which is you know, because that's what the show is. Hey, you stop! You stop now! No, uh, <laughs> we can't let it be derailed. So, <laughs> I want to talk about the Winter Soldier and the Falcon, or boredom mixed, mixed with more boredom. Oh, uh, oh I hated oh. it so much. No, no, I hate. Okay, went off a four-hour okay. cut of Justice League. So- brave words. <laughs> They're different things. Yeah. Right. So, Keen, you liked this. Thing. I loved it. Okay, well, you're the only one out of the tri- out of the four of us. So oh, okay, let me let me make my okay. My point was, I thought it was fine. Yeah, but it's like 
MCU. Solid oh, okay, no, oh, no, I, okay, I'm not. I'm not going to get into it just yet because I want Keen to actually have his have his piece. So Keen, the floor is yours. Well, it, it's either that or I talk over you, and I'm trying to be better. Yeah, Bryn, yeah, Bryn, yeah, Bryn is actually saying that I'm trying to be better. Isn't that right, Bryn? Yeah. Oh, am I actually allowed to speak or are you going to talk? <laughs> no, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm trying to be better. That's the thing. <laughs> Don't tempt me. <laughs> Look, I knew our show was signing up, so I don't mind. <laughs> okay. Will, so... I, will I go? Yeah, go, or... go, go. Oh, go, okay, go. okay, okay, okay. I was waiting for the punchline there. No, no punchline. Um, okay. Um, well, funnily enough, it kind of comes from my... We talked about our apprehensive feelings on the last episode of WandaVision, and that, that kind of ties into what I like about this, which is that with WandaVision, you had eight episodes of Marvel you've never seen before, and then a ninth episode of big explosions and things that you very much have seen before. So I really liked how this first episode was slow-paced, how it dug into like what these people do when they're not superheroing, even though there was a big fight scene in the start, um, like how they're treated by the public, by the media. And I really liked how, especially with these two characters being soldiers, it kind of digs into how these people get left behind when there isn't a world to go saving. And I love that aspect of it. I love the fact that it dug into creepy, like insidious groups that kind of, populate online and then kind of get radicalized and all that kind of stuff i just i found it incredibly refreshing and uh like the reviews up on geek ireland with my thoughts on it but i i really hope it keeps this kind of tone i if i hope it isn't like one episode of this and then five episodes of marvel bombast so i was very impressed by how daring it was for especially a disney product let loose guys I, I suppose okay, kind of so like, I'm gonna just like kind of start if I was gonna say. <laughs> to, to kind of get I, like I said I'm oh, feeling no, Jeff, very go ahead. It's fine. over the road sorry sorry friend uh, see I'm this will happen when I talk over people <laughs> so this is what happens sorry go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was very very middle of the road on it because I think I just took it as a lot of setup mm. right so I'm kind of I'm not getting too big on it like. I'm liking the fact that it is fleshing the characters out more. I'm feeling a little bit more towards them, but I'm gonna. I'm waiting to see where it goes. Hmm. Oh, it's definitely got the Picard thing of like it feels like a piece of a big long movie. I know that kind of ties into Justice League. So, like Picard, we'll see whether that pays off. Hmm. But for now, and we can't really go into the twist, unfortunately. But I thought it had a lot to say about how kind of. The world treats its here like it's shocking. There that, was like a, in the there, logic of the Marvel universe, and was, by extension, there was, a, there was a twist. Oh yeah. What was the twist? Well, I can't say. Wait, in the first episode, there was a twist. Oh, the cliffhanger. Oh, the new Captain America. Oh, for goodness sakes. Oh, that was that was the twist. I thought that was like the point. It's in well, the comics. yeah, but like it's 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 the sting that exemplifies how little the world cares about like Falcon when nope. he's not saving the world, you know, like he, he's got a five year, he can't get a mortgage cause, uh, Oh no, Bryn, Bryn he's can't got, do... he can't get a mortgage because he's been disappeared for five years for the goal of taking on Thanos. Yeah. He you should, know, he should have went and done a career with money in it. 
Yeah, but like Luke Cage dug into this too. <laughs> I'm it's joking. Like... I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no, no. I mean, no, no, like, I mean, it's like he shouldn't have to. Like, in all seriousness, he shouldn't have to well, be a brand. Well, here's like what... in the boys. Well, he... to well, survive well, in the world. But what you know, a... he saved. Well, that's, that's the world, man. Like, to be fair, yeah, but like... it shouldn't be, and that's what it's saying. <laughs> I disagree. Um, you know, I I think the way they um, what I did find interesting about it was, I think the world of the boys is more realistic. You know, it's like that's the way it would be. The boys is exactly the way comic superheroes would be, or the Justice League. But they're basically gods, so that's why it's they're above it. But the Marvel superheroes being regular people, you mean to tell me that the Falcon wouldn't be a brand in the real world? He'd be like, you know, like any yeah. Of the but boys. that's what the episode is about. He's I think it, I think it's more. I think it's the more that the there you go, Brent. I think it's more that it, the Falcon shouldn't be the mm. brand but he would you know it's like no, he, would be. like he, of course it would be but again it would like it's this is kind of where this is like i mean again like Mar when marvel started off the idea was that it's like superheroes as they would be but you can already see how uh, like as the world gets more increasingly hail corporate mm. that that's becoming to diverge from like the the path that it's on is beginning to diverge the you one know, thing, the one thing on right. that. Well, before look, before we get too into that, I just want to say one thing that hit me immediately off the mm -hmm. bat on this. Rhodey shows up, and mm -hmm. isn't like, "Hey, Tony had some money, here's some money," you know, which is probably which I'm I would have assumed, considering the fact that according to Marvel, t like reality, so the um, the accords they signed, they're government mm -hmm. contractors. They're like working. Yeah, for but. Wasn't the, the Falcon on the opposite side of the Accords? Though? They still, uh, yeah, but they're still, they're still. He's, at the beginning of the show, we saw him doing a mission. So, well, he's in the army, but like, he's still he's getting not, paid. He like, became a contractor. Basically. He became a contractor. So, how but, much but money see, is he is he getting the, paid here? Whole... It has to be a lot. It should be an awful lot, right? And it's just. But like, I think it's yeah, more but, like. But it it's not it it's not enough of a consistent income to get a mortgage. Is the the point that was made? Well, that's yeah. fair because what, he was only doing. But the thing on that is flipping out for five years. But what I'm what I'm saying you is, know. where is the? It, it feels like this is. Uh, it's the inconsistency that's opening up. It's, it, it happened around Iron Man three, as well. When was it Iron Man? Yeah, it was Iron Man three or Thor or something like that. Where it's like, where are the superheroes? Why aren't they showing up? And even in in one division, it's like. Where's Doctor Strange? Is he not aware that this is going on? Well, I mean, it's a big world. If you can assume that not there really. are this many heroes, there's this many catastrophes going on at the same time. Yeah, you but know? like the, the the difference here is he literally ran into Rhodey, who I'd imagine would be running Tony's estate with Pepper or his affairs. And yeah, somewhere. but like and he like, shouldn't. There's like a million billion superheroes. They all shouldn't have to go begging Tony for a salary. The world should respect all the sacrifices they've given, okay. and that well, ties into the so Sokovia Accords as well. Like, well, on that point, in Justice League, the same thing happens. Uh, super, super, literally, Superman's mom's house gets taken away, and Batman comes in and buys the bank. So it's like, mm. look, some t I just don't understand why they didn't, why they didn't work this out. You know, it's like you guys are supposed to be friends, and you didn't help each other out. You know, it's it's wild. Like I just, yeah. it makes no oh, sense. Can, can Considering how Tony wor uh, worked tirelessly to uh, to put a bunch of them under house arrest, <laughs> mm. 
are they really that good friends? <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. we, we don't know what state Tony's company's been in. It's been five years. We don't yeah, know kind of what the lay of the land is yet. This is actually our first kind of, because so WandaVision was so much a bottle thing. Mm. This is our first kind of exploration of the Marvel Universe in a long, long time. Well, and we can get into the weeds of like how they, sh they should have money here, they should have money there. But the point that was made in the speech that he gave at the S.H.I.E.L.D. ceremony was that it was about symbols and mm. how they don't mean anything if they're one good holding the symbol. Like the end of it, they're mm. manipulating Captain America's legacy, presumably as some kind of jingoistic, like... You mean crowd pleasing like, type agenda type thing, and that's very clearly you mean like what he the show is. You mean like he always was? Well, not really, because dude, I mean, be... dude, come on, <laughs> he was. That's the whole point it, of the character. Kind of like, like, World I'm War Two. Like, well, hang on a minute now. Hang in, on a minute. No, I'm, hang on. I'm in, no, no, no. Canon, no. In the canon yeah. of the MCU, he literally did a stage show where he punched Hitler in the an actor to make Hitler war bonds money. Yeah, get war and then bonds in money. The movie, That's the he point. He left that behind to go save people. Like in but the that, comics. Yeah, but hold on. The reason. No, hang on. Hear me out. Okay. Now. The reason okay, okay. the character of U.S. Agent, who is this new Captain America, exists, is because Captain America resigned in protest over the vietnam war mm. and they created this jingoistic character to take the vacuum while yeah. captain america wasn't there so i don't agree with this uh, this idea that captain america is in and of itself a jingoistic like sort of in, thing unless in, in the ultimate universe in, where it's fair game in that new absolutely like the 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 symbol of captain america started off as a jingoistic yes that's fair yeah yeah piece, you know and like basically, like in a way, it's kind of like it came the the symbol of Captain America came full circle by going back to being that again. Mm. You know, that would be the 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 difference between this and like the comics because you know, in that in that case, it was more like the physical comics themselves were the jingoistic yeah. propaganda and, and, pieces, and, and, look, and even and, in the you know, MCU itself. Like again, like we're watching this from. Obviously, we're watching this from their perspective. We're not watching this from the people's perspective. Mm. But if you go through mm. the museum, and I think the museum is very interesting because it's like, oh, wow, okay, what does this look like? If you actually look at the museum as well, they have all that jingoistic elements there, where it's like he's a symbol of America. And the thing about the MCU is it's still very militaristic in it in its approach to these things. You know, like they're literally... You know, as I said, working for the American government, so it doesn't really. I don't know. I true, but the whole point of the second Captain America film was he dismantled Shield to protect personal to freedom. To so it's not. To it's not like they're beholden to, to replace it with sword. Well, that happened while, like, in in the absence of the Avengers. I don't think it's yeah. part of like Captain America's agenda as no. a legacy. Like, you know. No, well, you know, his. I don't know. Like, it's. It I this is this is the problem when we start coming full circle with this. It kind of it's overriding itself in a certain way, where it's like Captain America's arc is great, and I do think Winter Soldier is a phenomenal movie. Um, but these are some of the threads we're going to have to go with. And I look, I appreciate what they're trying to do. It just feels very very hollow. I think it's like Falcon isn't that interesting of a character to to go this to do this. Either is Bucky, and I like Bucky, but I'm like. You need someone a little bit stronger. And they're also trying to set up Armor Wars as well, which is why there's so much interaction with um, Rhodey. But it's like, I don't know. Uh, it's probably too well, early to make a call on it. But 
True, but but what I like about it is... It is chapter one, so... We have a comment from Munster Mutt. I agree, it's kind of overthrowing itself in a way. Yeah, that's the way I see it, to be fair. Like, although it is just the first episode, I just... It it didn't do anything for me. It didn't do anything for me at all. Like, my... My my major issue with the first episode was more that like I didn't find it overly engaging and mm. I found it pretty forgettable days later. Yeah, um, which I saw as like being like the major issues I had with it. Like, there's good content in it and there's good ideas in it, but if I'm not retaining it, that's a bit of an issue. Like, this is my fear. When it's only a couple of days after I watched it. This is my fear with it when we were talking about One Division and how great it was and how different it was. You know, you actually were... Actually, it's a bunch of different things as well. I, no, If this had to come first, I think it would have been easier. I think it would have been better. I this think I was, was supposed yeah, to be first. Can, lockdown yeah, ended up... I think one division was more finished. And then, again, this isn't verified. Mm. What I heard from a few outlets was that they had to reshoot some of Falcon and Winter Soldier because a viral, a viral yeah, was to be an ingredient. Mm. So... Yeah, I think it's weird. One division is so stylistically charged; it makes more sense to be a second one. Yeah, and like the novelty of it being a Marvel TV show for the Falcon and Winter Soldier would have carried it. So it is unfortunate in that respect. Yeah. It also really doesn't help that it's being sandwiched between One Division, which was so unique in its kind mm. of in its outlook, and Loki, which yeah. aside from like having a true blue fan favorite, looks a bit more off kilter, a bit more outer space. Mm. Well, so, I mean, like, in the Marvel, like, it, it seems that it's kind of getting its, it's name stuck kind of between two very unique, odd-looking shows, and it's kind of sitting in that, like, it's sitting looking like a very just kind of like standard action military kind of thing, and it's got some kind of ideas, but it definitely doesn't have enough to hold its own compared to these two. So yeah. I think when probably to the end of Loki, unless Falcon and Soldier just something very interesting in the next five episodes, I just think it's going to get swept wide under the rug. Well, maybe, but like I think in Marvel, you can't, it can't be all Guardians of the Galaxies and Thor Ragnarok. You need to have that Thankfully. variety of tone. Otherwise, hmm. it just, it all meshes together and just well, see, becomes too sugary. Do you know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing with this one, right? I think you're, all the points that you've made are correct with if coming first. It's just, this is like, this is just like, you've been handed this great drink or whatever and now someone's just handing you some dishwater and you're like I've already well, even, I think that's I think that's yeah. even a bit unfair I would still say like it's like it's like going from having again like having like a delicious unique uh, unique drink to going here's some room temperature water you know? okay well, look, that's fair a that's good fair. meal would be ruined by having your dessert first yeah okay yeah. that's fair and I, yeah. I do I, maybe you'll get better maybe they have more to say but a lot of this just rubbed me the wrong way, and I'm like, okay, this has been done, but it's been done better. Like the like, boy, like the boys' first step, the first season is does this so much better, you know? And that's the problem. I think they're doing different things, though. They too. are, they are, but it's still kind of questioning. Like, I mean, what the well, real world perspective the, of the it. deep was not denied a bank loan, so <laughs> the I deep mean... is a brand. <laughs> he doesn't you know need I mean? to take loans out. They but have you know a corporation I mean? that runs it. You know what I mean? It's like but, here's the biggest failure with the MCU: their PR person should be fired because <laughs> they know they're just they need. We're to talking go. about it. They're doing no, something. no, no. I mean, the, uh, no, sorry. I mean the actual in, in, uni- in, in universe. universe. Oh, yeah, I yeah. See. yeah. Okay. The people the who Avengers. are actually running. Yeah, like yeah, the Avengers. Okay. Whoever's running that PR department. Holy cow! Fired <laughs> yeah. because you guys suck. <laughs> it's like no way. There's no way. Look, okay, right. We care in Ireland. We care about the royals. 
Do we? Do we? Well, a lot of people do. I don't. Personally, I don't. But a lot of people do. Imagine if superheroes were real, man. Everybody would want to know about them all the time. Are you for real? Come on. Like, yeah, we kind love, of my hero we love celebrities. Like, you know, yeah, they don't be their own little kind of things. Like, exactly. Oh, yeah. it would. Oh, no, it'd be branded and corporatized immediately. Yeah, that's, absolutely. Yeah, like, no, of course. <laughs> Like, it just, that's the disconnect. It's like, you mean to tell me that they're, like, even your man is fan is fangirling out. And it's like, you wouldn't give, yes, you would. Yes, you totally would to get a picture or whatever, you know. Mm. Um, but this is important. the question, because we may be jumping the gun a bit. Mm. How does the world feel about superheroes if it's all connected into Thanos and all the stuff that went down? Maybe, yeah. That, because you had five or six years of the Sokovia Accords and all that kind of bad press, you know. Well, again, people still like the royals in Ireland and they oppressed us for 800 well, years. Well, I can't argue that. So it's like, come on, like, <laughs> people this get is, over it. Th- this is the first time in 30 years I've ever heard someone actually espouse that opinion in, in our, about, about people in Ireland. So I don't really don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, I, wouldn't say, Diana? I wouldn't say it's a majority. People it's... in, people in, I'll say as much as people in Ireland definitely do like the royals. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't cast that a sweeping statement over that as a population as a whole. Yeah, no, fair. But, radios across the world no, but, turned off there. But what, no, what, what I'm saying is, no matter what happens, celebrity... Actually, there's a great show, there's a great movie which you should watch on this. It's about celebrity. It's called Antiviral. It's on Shudder, if you guys have Shudder. Yeah. And it's literally about this concept of celebrity. Now, we're in Ireland, we're strange, where we don't really care about Irish celebrities, but we're still obsessed with celebrity in some way. Mm. And that that's taken to the nth degree here with Antiviral, where they literally will buy the diseases of celebrities and inject themselves with it. So just say, like, Christian Bale has a cold. You're able to buy Christian Bale's cold and inject yourself with it. Oh, I see. Right. Literally the very specific strain. Literally, like- the actual strain. And it's like in the world, like the meat that exists, it's genetic material of a famous celebrity. So you're eating the celebrity. It's a wild, it's a wild kind of concept. But you know Bank what? Rack of Schwarzenegger. Yeah, exactly. Rack of, uh, you know. Rack of Rambo. Rack of Rambo. Oh, yeah, exactly. Go to, go to run it full circle and yeah. eat a slice of army hammer. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, that's what I mean. And I, I think, you know, so some people are super into celebrities. And I can see that kind of happening, um, you know, at its nth degree when it's commercialized to such a point where you can literally eat the person, mm. you know, which is weird. And there's actually some good things about that movie where they're like, isn't this cannibalism? And then your man's like, yeah, kind of or whatever. And it's just, it's just, it just, you just leave it hanging. So it's actually really worth watching. If you haven't seen Antiviral, I really would recommend it. It's a really good movie. Mm. But look, you know, with superheroes and stuff, we'll wait and see. But I would just say they'd be the biggest celebrities in the world. You know, yeah. like the minute we get, the minute we get a superhuman, good point actually that was brought up, and I think Katie will appreciate it. Jeff Bezos has more money now than Batman and Iron Man, and we don't have either of those things. What's going on? What are you doing, man? Come on, like invest in it. You know, I know there was like a Batman who was going after like scary clowns. No, in but like in America somewhere, no, but like a real, a real Batman, a real Iron Man, because they're just rich people with brains. Yeah. You know, it's like what's going on? I think Elon Musk could do it. I'm holding out for Elon Musk. I'm slightly worried he's going to do no, it. No, no, he's he's definitely skewing more Lex Luthor. That's not... Yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's, fair. Not... that's fair. But look, but you that, know, that, that everybody loves... power armor, armor though. Like, and, people love, power and, armor. and people loved Lex until they didn't. Yeah. So, like, you know... Yeah, and people loved Elon Musk until they didn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 to be fair, well, look, that's I mean, point you too. know, this could still be the Red Sun universe where everyone loves Lex Luthor and nothing bad happens during Lex Luthor's lifetime. Uh, <laughs> lifetime so... <laughs> You know, oh, that's, nice. a, that's a deep cut right there. But 
you know, I'm going to use that as my point to go over. Mm. Rock of Ages. We nearly have it. Yeah. Thanks to Zack Snyder. And that's the whole reason why I want Justice League too, for Rock of Ages. So I haven't seen this. What's the big deal with the extended cut now? Um, okay, so who has seen it? Yo. Okay. So I, I don't have four it. hours left to see to see a film, yeah, an extended version of a film that I, I didn't I, like the first time. So like, it, is, uh, it is fair enough that the two people here with children have not watched the four and a half hour superhero movie. <laughs> like, to be fair, I watched it. There's four hour compilations of In the Night Garden, Bryn. I'm just saying. <laughs> see, what I'm saying is watch it in two seasons. Watch it in two sentences. Mm. That's uh, actually... Uh, now, that's the way to watch while it. I don't think it's actually edited very well to accommodate it, the movie is split into kind of act parts. Yeah, that it's, like a, cards. it's like a DVD kind of chapter selection. So, like, there are parts where it'll like, kind of fade to black, go to part two, and you can probably cut it there. Yeah. I actually did think about it as I was watching it, and I think that it, pays, it is paced terribly if you cut it up that way. Oh, like the Lord of the Rings extended ones. Kind of, like, yeah. Two, but, that kind of thing. But there is a good natural end point around the two hour mark after okay so we won't get it we're gonna get into spoilers so if you guys haven't seen it definitely watch it anyway but um we have to get into spoilers because it's just it's a completely different movie but it's still kind of the main beats of the 2017 one happen well so, before we get into spoilers can i just ask yeah. is it different enough oh yeah oh yeah it's good it's like it's a totally different it's a totally like the same beats happen but it's a totally different movie i uh, one of the things uh, one of the reviews i saw was from uh, mark kermode who Mm. um he the main thing he main main complaint he had was that it's a bloated film would that be a fair way to describe it i would say it's a four-hour film that's always going to be bloated and that's what like for for example four hour zach snyder oh no no that's not fair for example uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey we all agree is amazing I mm. had to watch that in three sittings sometimes you just have to watch you can't watch a movie in one go no matter how good it is because it's just, it's a long ass time you're just mm-hmm. sitting there for four hours now what I will say is it's bloated yeah but you don't feel it like the, the two hours that I watched you really don't feel it you know you're just watching you're like this is actually great so the pacing isn't bad it's just it could be trimmed here and there you could cut out about 15 minutes easy um, I I think no my, like my first kind of biggest complaint before we really get into the spoilers mm. in terms of the, the making of the film as a whole there is a truly excessive use and I, this is excessive a slow-mo? for a Zack slow- Snyder <laughs> yeah, of slow-mo. slow-mo yeah 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 and if you trim down that slow-mo you genuinely could shave a half an hour off this movie <laughs> to be fair the slow-mo at certain points is really good some points is good. Average, Some yeah, points, yeah. Is like I they, have heard about the hot dog thing. Yeah, no, the hot dog thing is actually really cool, man. It's like it's just like a quicksilver thing. It didn't mm. have Evan Peters, so I was sad. But you know, it was still okay. Is that just a perpetual thing with all the media you interact with now? No, well, if it's gone, if it has, well, I don't know. If it has somebody be running like quicksilver, it should just be Evan Peters, right? Just put his face on. Just and you're like, just good. Um, if you hit a certain amount of speed, you just become Evan Peters until you slow down again. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> we're ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I just want this idea of the Flash, uh, run, like uh, when he runs and does like that blurry face thing he does to anonymize his face. Yeah, it just becomes Evan Peters. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. So we're arresting you for speed crimes. What me, Evan Peters? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, no, but the, like the bit where I found ridiculous with the the slow mo, well, and also just how often it happened. How many shirts? Um, Aquaman went through and my dad at one point my dad was like 
he's going to have no clothes left if he keeps taking his shirt off. Because literally, it's just <laughs> off slow-mo. It's like, okay, this is the fifth time that's happened. Where the, Where is he getting these clothes from? Because <laughs> he just takes them off and that's it. Um, but I did enjoy how much... The, for one, it's, I found it as a much more enjoyable experience um, mm. to actually just watch the whole show, the whole movie as a thing. Um, it filled up a lot of the, the plot holes... It was actually quite light as well. It wasn't dark and dour like Batman vs Superman. Or I've Man heard Man that. Versus. Yeah, it actually is quite just a good movie. Like it, it's a, it's a fun. That's not, it's not fun, but it's not. It's a, it's a nice little romp, you know. And it actually has the most accurate depiction of the Justice League outside of the animated series, which is not fair to compare it against. But I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. Um, there's a bit where they, they're just hanging out, and you're like, this feels really, really real. You know, and like they hang out with Alfred and you're like, oh, my God, like, why didn't you just do this three years ago? And that's what kind of annoyed me throughout the whole movie. I'm like, this should have just been released three years ago and people would have loved it. It's not the best superhero movie ever made because it's four hours. If it had been in two parts or even three parts for the next one, I think people would have said this trilogy is amazing. Originally, do this where it was split into yes, more parts. it was, it yeah, was, yeah, two yeah, Justice League movies yeah. one year after the other, yeah, yeah. And you but can... like to go back after Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman, like the atmosphere in the room around anything Zack Snyder was incredibly toxic. Well, here's the problem, it is somewhat self inflicted to when, some degree. I wouldn't say so, I would say the biggest problem with this, can you like in one sense, you are right, I would also, but. You when you watch the even the director's cut of Bat, uh, Batman v Superman, WB hack his movies to bits, mm. and the bits they take out really make all the rest of it come together. Like Batman v Superman is not a brilliant movie, but in the director's cut, Ben Affleck is probably the best Batman, mm. and in Justice League he really is Batman in this. But in the movie you're like, what? In the theatrical cut you're like, this is a joke. This is just Iron- not good. Ironically, you know? for Batman v Superman, it was like it was that first hour with him investigating everything that yeah. like, sets up Justice League that I would have cut mm. completely because <laughs> it was just like this actually doesn't even contribute to no. that film. No, you know, because it's like oh, you're getting to the point where Lex Luthor's bad. Oh no, who would have <laughs> thought? <laughs> but you know, it, but it's it's just one of those kind of things where I'm glad we got to see it. Um, HBO Max have said they're not going to. They're not like there's some kind of deal they're going to do, but HBO Max have, have done the opposite of Marvel and said all our movies are going to go directly to the cinema. We're not going to have them on HBO Max, so that's good for theaters, I suppose. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm more on the if you're a Justice League fan, you're going to love the movie. If you're a Zack Snyder fan, you're going to love it. If you're neither one of those things, you're just not going to like it. If you don't like Snack Snyder's films. You're not gonna like it if you don't like Justice League. You're really not gonna like it. But what if you're just like lukewarm on on if uh, you're lukewarm just, on yeah. uh, on uh, Zack Snyder? That's where I was going. If you're just kind of curious or lukewarm about it, my advice would be split it into two or three, and come back to it. Watch it like week to week, and mm. kind of do it that way instead of just binging it because you you'll. It, everything that happens in it will kind of just sit with you better. You know, like there's some really really good visual scenes in it. We got a real life dark side. That's what I never thought that would happen ever, like ever, and it's kind of sad because the 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 boom that was around Endgame and Infinity War, Zach kind of got there first, and that's what I was just like, oh man. 
It's yeah, you know, but I mean, you're not too early. Like, they got there with no build. They got there with no, problem. but they still got there. And you're like, it's actually does come together, but the, there was no build, there was no faith in it, and it was just like, okay, we got to cut this and pump pump out some crap, you know, and like, it's it's all there, and it's it's sad in a way, but I'm glad he got to tell the movie he wanted I, to tell. In saying that, Whoop. I I definitely liked how the movie. You, it didn't seem like it used Dark Side as like as the final as the the the, the big bad of this movie because it's definitely felt like setting up Dark Side and then using Dark Side as a very good motivator for Steppenwolf, mm. which then made Steppenwolf much more engaging in this version. Absolutely. So, like, the way Thanos was in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, just kind of in the background, that kind of thing. Like, Yeah, well, it, it does it, do, it does that, but also, like, Steppenwolf in in the, Mar- in the, the Marvelized version, mm. he's just evil for the sake of it. Yeah. In this Which one, is a shame because it's Kieran Hines and you know, lo- like local talent. He's class. Like, yeah, you know. but in, in the Snyder Cut, he has betrayed Darkseid and he's trying to get home. Mm. And that's the whole reason why he's there. He's like, "Look, can I come home now?" And he's like, "No, you got to conquer a t- thousand more worlds." So then, like Ronan or Starscream, that kind literally. of antagonistic villains. Like, literally, it's, it's yeah. Sick. And you and you're kind of like, okay, this makes way more sense. But what's also interesting is it sets up. It sets up, you know, Rock of Ages. And if anyone hasn't read Rock of Ages, pick this up. This is really good, right? JL, JLA uh, 10 to 15. It's probably the best Justice League book. You're really Give me a flavour of it. What's Rock of Ages? Well, Rock, well, Grant Morrison wrote it. So you're okay, already in for, a good, you're in for a good time. Basically, what happens is Darkseid takes over the world. And it picks up like 15 years afterwards. Um, and it's time travel and all that kind of stuff. But it's just a really, really good story. And it's one of the best Batman stories. Batman was in, in a concentration camp and he escaped. And they're trying to figure out how to beat Darkseid. Literally from the point when most of the Justice League are dead. They uh, There's a good line in about Martian Manhunter. Where the sad um, traps Martian Manhunter. And tortures him to the point that the energy he produces lights Las Vegas for a year. You're like, oh, that's so dark. You know, it's just like, it's such a phenomenal story. And that's what Zack Snyder is trying to do with this uh, futuristic injustice kind of thing. And that alone has me really, has my interest peaked on it. But they, had, they did kind of set that up with the dream, didn't they? They did. Batman versus Superman. Yeah, they yeah. did, but they go into it in way more detail at the end of this movie. Uh, spoilers, obviously, but, you know, at the end of it, it it's, a hard, it's a dream again when Batman is talking to the Joker. Mm. And you kind of see what the what that future looks like and basically oh so we get to see ben affleck batman and the jared letter joker together do we yeah they have a really good scene together oh, actually, that so. was some, that was a trick they missed before yeah yeah so you know I, on one hand i'm sad that we're not going to get any more of it but i i don't know i think we could i think it's i i imagine because i remember being handed at the comic-con we were at actually uh you you and me and Bryn, like you know it's oh uh, in the before times they, they were handing out flyers <laughs> for the extended like make release the cut and like i imagine people who've been begging for that for years we i mean kev i'm sure you made a good point on the editing but like i mean they must feel vindicated to have a cut this long like you know oh yeah no like i can only imagine like that the people that wanted this Mm. are just reveling in that Mm. catharsis now like they have like they have made they have been loud they have been they have been out of it and they got what they wanted yeah Mm. You know, what I would say is, 
the biggest failure of this whole thing it isn't with Zack Snyder it isn't with anyone involved it's it's Warner Brothers just not able to sit there and just let it happen whatever we might say about the MCU being kind of meh or whatever at least it's still following a vision and they mm. never kind of gave up on that vision and that's why when it's good it's incredible and while when it's kind of poor, it's still very watchable, and people and you still trust it, it. Like, and you yeah. still trust it. Yeah, there's mm. none of that with with the with the Warner Brothers stuff. It's just kind of like, oh, quick panic change. Oh, quick panic well, change again. Like, you know, it, it, it's it, very um, like it, it strikes me as being very similar. Um, there being a very similar attitude towards it, and um, what Disney have done with Star Wars. Ding 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 ding. We've had our Star Wars yeah. reference. Hey, we're thirty-seven <laughs> minutes in. That's so, not bad. Yeah, that's um, yeah. That's first of best. Sorry, please that's go on. Because the the point the point I'm going to make here is that like with like the cur- like the way people now talk about Filoni and um, uh, talk about uh, Filoni and uh, John Favreau. Favreau. Yeah, Favreau running the Star Wars shows is to to my mind is so reminiscent of Bruce Tim and Andrea Romano, uh, Romano and um, uh, Paul Dini running the DC animated stuff mm. because like between like between like the animated series stuff from Superman from Batman Superman Justice League to the insane run of uh, of really really top quality uh, films that came out um, in the early 2010s like I mean, people, there was a legitimate conversation around going, why aren't these people doing, like, running the live action films? And well, I mean, like, if I kind of had to speculate, I think it's that Marvel are kind of clever enough to take, I, I mean, they always make money, but I think they're clever enough to kind of take a loss here and there if it serves, like, I mean, who is begging for, like, an Ant Man on the Wasp? Or who is begging for a Guardians of the Galaxy, really? before that yeah, but like it's... kind of with warner brothers each one has to be the biggest hit and there isn't really a sort of plan for this will be big this will be this will be this like you know it's all like i mean look at the number suicide squad did but they didn't kind of continue that momentum well, you know you, like you gotta remember that like warner brothers were late to the party Marvel had mm. Marvel had set up and oh, delivered a crossover. They weren't though, because Green Lantern, but they just scrapped it. See, I think Green Lantern was still the part where nobody was really trying to make a mm. universe. Yes, and, yes, like, yes, fair. Disney, yeah. like, it's also Disney and Marvel had show. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, you go. <laughs> it's the Disney and Marvel had shown that the, that they can do this and that they can make a lot of money. Yeah. So, like, what you this like? It was transparent. The Warner Brothers are trying to just cash this in with the equal to opposite <laughs> yeah you what know I was gonna, I, what sorry, i was gonna say go sorry what i was gonna say was that um you know i don't really accept the idea that like warner brothers are late to the party when they've had the rights to these characters for decades like they could have done they could have done this stuff any time before I, I, when I, they did I just it. don't think warner brothers understood what they had and look to be fair i'd say most people it, it, this is the point when most people are turn the radio off. Most people yeah. don't understand what DC is. Like, your average person does not understand mm-hmm. what DC is compared to Marvel. Marvel is a linear... T- well, up until, like, what, four or five years ago. It's a linear timeline. Everything that happened, happened in the same mm-hmm. continuity. DC isn't like that. DC has a world where Superman's black... A world where Superman's a commie, a world where Superman's a Nazi, a, you know, a world where a, Superman's Mexican, where he's Mexican, the one where he's Batman, you know what I mean? And they're all happening at the same time. 
So they can have all these different stories, right? However, in Marvel, that can't happen without actually changing the status quo, mm. which is what we're going to see with the multiverse when it does come in. But with DC, they can kind of do whatever they want. And that's kind of what they're setting up now. But what they should have had is, and they had no one to actually do it, to be like, okay, well, we have Batman from 1989. Let's just see what he's doing now. We have, you know, that kind of thing. And now that's what they're kind of starting to do. So with this Justice League kind of thing, the, the plan is to like have this as its own thing. And then if they want to go back to it, they can go back to it. Like they popped in like $80 million into this after it was finished. Mm. So there already is a willingness to kind of spend in it. But there was no one who really, like, let's put it this way, lads. Like what, 20 years ago, if you had said, oh, comic book movies are going to be massive. People would have been like, uh... Blade don't give good. me hope yeah no no not even not even that it's like blade was good but most people didn't even know blade was a comic book. yeah X-Men, and you actually you touched on a good point there x-men yeah x-men did yeah yeah but that was that was yeah, but that, 2001 though but that like, was the first one really yeah. to do it that and suit and spider-man and, and like, let's be fair Spider-Man, to Warner Spider-Man Brothers. Spider-Man 1 wasn't even out yet. Spider-Man yeah, 1 like, came out 2002. Yeah. Because, so, yeah. like, I mean, the Dark Knight franchise from the mid-2000s to 2012 was the biggest, like, comic book franchise in cinema for a long time. Dark mm. Knight, the second Batman film, comes out the same year as Iron Man, and then the third one comes out the same year as The Avengers. So if we were to time travel, this conversation would feel very very different so it's not so it's like it's not completely fair to say that warner brothers were napping either like this 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 conversation couldn't have happened king Mm. like in reality Mm. like because you know when iron man came out i remember when iron man came out i broke my hand actually going to see it the second time uh, as a bite of boy, it wasn't related. It was a bite of boy. Um, but so I, happy you punched a pole. But I went, I went to go see Iron Man, and I broke my hand later on that day. Um, and I remember when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's that's fun." Mm. But everyone was still excited about the Dark Knight. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, "Dark Knight is where it's at." Mm. So it, it wasn't until Marvel were like, "Oh wait, we can actually kind of connect these together." And it wasn't until the Avengers came out where like this actually works. Like people kind of like even though when you watch the Avengers now, it kind of looks like a TV movie. Um, yeah, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it. it I... You know, it feels like a TV movie. But re- remember how important that movie was. And I'll let you come mm-hmm. in there now, Kevin. In a second. Um, With your excellent fidget spinner. You know, uh, when that movie was released, that was game changing. If Mar- if Warner Brothers should have really been like, oh, we can do this now, and that's when they should have done it, but they they couldn't, but they just didn't know how. Kev, what do you want to say? Well, no, just because uh, uh, just kind of funny to say that. Like I rewatched, or uh, my partner rewatched Avengers. No, I didn't watch part of it. Mm. I watched it like my brain was in two parts. I'm like, oh, this is a bit naff now, considering yeah. all I've seen them do for this. And then I was like, but I remember when that came out, and the energy around that movie was just Absolutely. so palpable. Yeah, like mm. this was monstrous because it was never like, it was never supposed to happen ever no but I, I remember like that was the thing that was great when that movie came out was that people were like how are these characters all going to share screen time yeah and then it went oh yeah they can share screen time because one of them had to get recast because, <laughs> but also but Bryn, because that one guy goes too big to be around other actors but Bryn remember the that was the kind of concept where one hero at a time because that every movie has to be the mm. biggest movie. Mm. It was, mm. We went from the way Warner Brothers would do movies to the way Marvel do movies and the way Marvel mm. do movies where you can have this interwoven storyline mm. open the door. Now, Zack Snyder, to be fair, 
he he had done three hundred in two thousand six, two thousand seven, and then he did Watchmen in about two thousand ten. Mm. So he actually kind of figured this out as well. And Watchmen, if you haven't seen it, I think it's actually better than the comic. To be honest. Oh, with you. okay. No, why not? Why isn't it? Why isn't it? Why isn't it? Why isn't it? I'm hanging up. The why isn't it? Why isn't it? Doesn't have the details from. It doesn't have critical details from the books that make it that make it a much more okay. lived in I'm, experience. I'm not going to hold that against oh, so the I, ending. I'm not going to agree with point. <laughs> All right, hold yeah, on. That that's also the major. four hour Watchmen. It still misses the point. How Doctor Manhattan is the bad guy when he never was in the book. Um, and that's a really but, pretty important detail. I don't know. I I think the the Doctor Manhattan nuke thing makes way more sense than the big. In the not in really the, though, because the like the entire of the film, thing sure, of like but... the thing of the book is that an outsider just gave away the end of Watchmen. Yeah, an outside yeah. alien force is yeah. the Spoil- only thing that could clear the divide book. between the. Spoilers for book. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you're <laughs> reckoning Captain America, I'm reckoning. This. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, yeah. now I don't think any film. Could have done it, and to be fair, Tim Burton had the rights to watch them for a while, and he admitted he went, "This is unmakeable." And the fact that Zack Snyder did as well as it does deserve credit, mm. but like you know, and he clearly loves the material. But equally, I will say, and I think this is what Brim was getting onto, was that I don't think he gets the point of the book because the whole point of the book was like when there's violence, it's quick and it's nasty. Where there's nudity, it's very plain. And he adds slow-mo and stuff to it. So he's trying to have it both ways where he's trying to have the glossy superhero-ness in a setting which condemns superheroes. And I don't think it quite sticks that dichotomy. Yeah, I I can understand that. I can understand that too, yeah. Sorry, it really just kind of it, it it falls into the the, the the base thing I always feel about Zack Snyder is that I think he's a very good filmmaker and cinematographer, but just not a, he needs a he needs a writer. Yeah. Just not That's David fair. Goyer. Yeah. Just not David Goyer. Yeah. Just, just not David Goyer. David Goyer is weird. He's as good as his director. So like played too great. <laughs> yeah. Like you know. But he has Dark more. Great, he has way more. He has way more flops than hits at this point. David Goyer is like you know when I see him I'm like oh we're rolling the dice what are we gonna get today you know <laughs> it's really like the best or at the absolute drizzling and I don't know what it is but It'd be a fly on the wall with his writing sessions with the Christopher Nolan's brother I'd love to see what that's like. Oh man! For the I, Dark Knight film, I was like, go- I was going to make jokes, but I can't because we're on the radio at like five o'clock on a, <laughs> on a Saturday. So uh, if all you the- come to us at fifty-seven minutes into this stream, it's, what's it? Troy McClure says, "Gets a little blue." It gets a little blue <laughs> after dark. <laughs> like what? What I give uh, Snyder credit for when it comes to Watchmen is that he basically had like I think like two or three different screenplays. Mm. Uh, to work from and he managed like to kind of like take the bits that were like the best ideas from each one of them and throw them into the into a film together what what um, i what i would like, say- I, I, I still think that like i would give it i would give it the i'd give it like the same the same courtesy i'd give to the lord of the rings films which is that, like they're the best possible adaptation you could i agree that, that you, you, you took the word yeah you took the words you took the words right out of my mouth i would still i will say that like I would still say that like there's there's very critical areas that make Watchmen that make make the book Watchmen better that are just completely either misunderstood or ignored in the film and some of it's some of it to the filmmaker's credit is stuff that can't be filmable. There's entire excerpts taken from a fictitious autobiography 
There's mm. no way to do that in film. It's just like there's, not possible. There's there's a reason why Watchmen is the pit is one of the pinnacle hallmarks of comics as a genre. Yeah. Put it look, this way, but what I, I mean, there's a like, but it, it's the it, only comic book in Time Magazine's 100 best novels yeah. of all time. But it's like, the it's it's the problem of adaptation. Hmm. You know, this has always been. No matter what you're adapting, you're always going to either, like in college, actually, they have a whole module on the classics kind of stuff where you know you you kind of get the essence of or you do a direct translation and sometimes a direct translation is not always the best because mm-hmm. it just you know sometimes the essence of it is better and i think zach you know for 300 for example the comic sucks ass uh the movie's <laughs> all, no well not accurate it's it's pretty good it's a good watch um the is there though it's, yeah the essence yeah, is there you know the comic is not good i love the comic is not good. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's probably like one of the reasons I love the uh, the 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 sequel series. Who David Lynch was that David Lynch or Lindelof? Oh my God, why is that escaping my brain? The guy who did Lindelof. The, the sequel, what? Lindelof. That Lindelof. Hmm. I completely like that. Lynch. Lin- I'm like David Lynch did what? <laughs> I was like, I need to see this. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd that be was, amazing. That, that is a brain super. Yeah, Lindelof. like that's like Lindelof I, watching. I, it's such a like it's it's obviously a sequel. It's a sequel to a comic. Yeah, and it's just mm. a wild spin off. But it just gets the 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 messages and the and the feelings of the comic by just doing something completely different. Well, well actually, see, to kind of jump off Kev's point there, I think it's interesting to contrast Watchmen with the V for Vendetta movie adaptation because mm-hmm. that's a movie which I quite like because it doesn't have the time to do V for Vendetta is a longer story yeah. than Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what it does is it takes the essence, it kind of Americanizes it to make it relevant to the way of the world in 2005, 2006, keeps like the biggest moments, but puts its own spin in it. And you can take it apart on like this, that and the other compared to the book, but it is equally very much its own thing at the same time. Well, you know? it's, it's funny, V for Veneta gets more and more, but actually it's incredibly relevant now if you really want to get into it, mm. um, you know, it really is. But uh, I, I always, I think that's a pretty good ad- adaptation too. Actually, I, again, I prefer that to the comic because of how it's paced and just you know the actors in it. I really it, enjoy. It, it's one, of, it's a, it's weird. One of the weirdest adaptations because like there's bits of it, there's bits of it that are like direct translations, and then there's other bits where it's just the essence. But then there's other bits in it which have that are which are neither translations nor have any of the essence in it, and it's just like. What have they done here? <laughs> but see, well, I mean, the Wachowskis are involved. It's mm. going to be a bit. I don't get it, but sure. Well, look, it, I, I think but... it's it's the last great thing the Wachowskis did before they were like, we're way too famous for this, and we're just going to start making garbage. And that's what they've done. Since. Wait, was that? Before? I, I thought Sensei was pretty good. I was going to say, was that before or after Speed Racer? Oh, uh, this. Uh, it was before. It was before, Speed, before. before Speed Racer Speed was the year later. I haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen Speed Racer, but. Uh, I've yeah. heard good things about it good? Speed Racer. From what I've seen of Speed Racer, it's very good. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I have heard it's almost a direct, you know, recapturing of the anime, so it makes sense. Mm. But, um, look, you know, th- th- this is the kind of thing when they're ad- adapting comics. Like, I remember when comic book movies would first come out or the MCU would first come out, I would get kind of hung up on, oh, that isn't in the stuff. But even yeah. the MCU, to take this full circle again, a lot of the MCU is like a re a rehash, a remix, a re- it, they're all adaptations yeah. of stories. Like, you know, Samuel Jackson, like Nick Fury wasn't a black guy. Mm. Thanks to the MCU, he is. His well, character's completely different. Well, the Ultimates. The Ultimates, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Ultimates, yeah, the Ultimates were literally uh, a, a yeah. play on that. But what I mean is, his character 
was remixed and influenced completely by his on-screen betrayal. Uh, no, portrayal. It's, no, it's the other way around because the ultimate ultimate universe was created in the early two thousands, and they based that but, version of Nick Fury on uh, Samuel Jackson. So, yeah, and they actually say, "Who would you want me to play?" Yeah, dude, I've read the ultimate. Yeah. Well, um, look, not to get too into the weeds about it, but you hit on a really good point there because I find the comic book Civil War, much as I love Mark Miller, oh yeah, to be an upside down crash fire, yeah. but. The Marvel adaptation, which takes the essence of it, but infuses it with the Winter Soldier, with what's going on, with that kind of stuff. That is, a, in my mind, a much superior story Absolutely. while still being faithful I, to the ideas of the there's, book. There's one fundamental part of it that I uh, I would disagree with you on there, oh, yeah? which yeah. is that I feel like in the... I, as much as I don't want to give Mark Miller props for anything, <laughs> I do feel like in that story, they do... He does try to make an effort to go. There are legitimate reasons to be pro-registration or anti-registration. Mm. Whereas Civil War does a fantastic job of pointing out why Tony, pointing out why Tony Stark is completely and utterly right. Yeah, you're because right. They, they, a bunch of superheroes decided to have a slap fight in a fucking airport. Airport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point. To be, like with with, with uh, that's a good point. Yeah, like with even though. I found myself liking Cap more in Civil War, you know, based on, you know, just whatever. He doesn't have a leg to stand on and then no. goes and does this uh, slap fight in the middle of the airport and causes millions and millions of euros worth of damage. For no reason. As a giant man stand on a plane. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, everyone looks bad here. No one looks good, except for Thor who wasn't there. Like... Yeah, the, the only person who looks okay is Thor because he wasn't there. It's like, it's just, Thor, awkward, you yeah. clearly haven't seen the Thor's holiday shorts. I have he not. was not like happy missing that. Um, he was on his what squatting in a flat in Australia. Oh, actually, I have seen it. Yeah, with his yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, like it's one of those things where you're like, okay, fair enough. Uh, and I suppose Hulk, because Hulk wasn't there yeah. either. Hulk yeah, was so off in space. He was yeah, off in yeah, space, yeah. and Captain Marvel, I suppose, as well. But Hulk, Hulk ran away after seeing what he what was happening in Age of Ultron. And was like, oh, yeah, I don't want yeah. this. But Hulk is effectively the the, the incentive for the Sokovia Accords because he did he demolished a city, effectively. Mm. Yeah, like you know, nothing good was waiting for him. Like he did destroy Harlem in in the film. Don't talk about okay. Apart from that one moment, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's weird when you watch the the Disney movies or the sorry when you watch the Marvel movies on Disney, they don't even mention Hulk. It's not on their timeline. It's like hidden away. They're like, no, that's not it. Oh, and I really like that movie, and they're going to start referencing it more because Abomination is coming back with Tim Mm. Roth, and Mm. then like, um, oh wait, this is news to me. Where is he coming back? He's coming back in She Hulk. Ah, I like that. Uh, no. Speaking of which, actually, can we? Because the news broke today. Yes. Uh, Black Widow is coming to Disney Plus. One thing, but I not wanna, until the. I just want to put a pin in for one second because yeah, we, yeah. we 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 have hit our time for the radio listeners. So if you're okay. if you're checking us out on the stream, guys, stick around. We're going to keep going. But if you're listening to us on Phoenix ninety two point five FM, what are you doing? Go over to <laughs> No Media or join us live every Wednesday at nine PM where we stream. So uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. For everyone else, we're going to keep going. All right. Sorry, King. Go for it. No, no. I feel bad for the radio listeners. I've actually got news. And that <laughs> got to... <laughs> It's their own fault. It's their own fault. We tell them. We give them warning. We give them okay, warning. Okay. So They'll download. They'll they've download. confirmed that this is the last time it's getting pushed back. But, or that's what they've said anyway. Uh, so, Black Widow, Disney Plus, as well as theaters, if there are theaters, whatever. Check back in three months, whatever. 
So it was supposed to be May. It's now. Oh, come on, Arshul. Help me, help me. July, yes. The state July. And Shang-Chi is coming. The Marvel film after that, apparently. They're moving around their schedule. Is coming out in September. And they're going to have the same deal that Mulan had, where you pay 30 quid for early access or something. So everyone is stealing it. That's what that means. Well, no, hold on. Those allegations. I will not have those allegations being said. We only, you know, we only talk about this hypothetically for educational purposes, Keen. But you do it often. No, I'm not. Like, you know, we're not promoting anything. We're, we're not promoting. Being, we're merely speculating. We're just doing it for research. We're of this intellectual property at length you know, and in detail. You know. We're scientists, Keen. <laughs> or, or just do it. I'm doing with Raya. I'm just thinking about everyone throughout. Like, oh, but I'll wait the three months because they've already confirmed Raya's coming out. I think in June. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Rationalize. If I'm not going to pay the twenty quid for the movie that looked very interesting. Is an original concept. It is original animation. I don't think I'm going to pay for Black Widow. Yeah, <laughs> I look, you're going to have to film, Black Widow. Well, but that's ser- the gamble, but, though. You've got three months to not get it spoiled for you. But seriously, guys, go to the theater because AMC stock needs to rise. Not that I'm giving you financial advice. I'm, I'm not saying, getting the virus for go, any theater. Just go, go, go <laughs> to the theater. I say that as someone who <laughs> I'm makes not getting theater. the virus for the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. T- think of me. Think of me and my stocks. That's what I'm saying. Sarah, I love you. You're a good friend of mine. I'm not getting the virus. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> um, now, I know friendships are truly being tested. So, what's it? Near to no media, civil war. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I think you mean civil disagreement. Civil disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> um, the AMC Accords. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! But um, no, it, it's funny, right? Because like on the on the one day we had the the Marvel Disney announcement that they're just going to like dual release, and then Warner Brothers are like, "Oh no, don't worry, we're still just going to release in the theaters first. It's like that seems backwards. That seems weird, mm. you know? Um, it's more like, what are they doing? Let's do the opposite. Okay, <laughs> I think that's how Warner Brothers make their decisions. They're like, "What's yeah, Marvel doing?" Yeah, wasn't Wonder Woman on streaming? Yeah, yeah, it was. And then they also said that like Matrix Four was going to be on streaming, but I think they didn't expect America to cover it yeah. to open up as fast as it did, or something like that. So they're like, "All right, I guess we're, we're staying open." Have we talked about the Wonder Woman sequel? Has anyone seen it? I, I never watched. It. I never watched it. Okay, I never watched. I it. have. I have legitimately acquired it. And we'll watch it soon. <laughs> we'll watch it soon. Uh, what's actually what's the story with Dune? I know that was supposed to be that. Oh, yeah, December. Really I nearly finished the book. Yeah, December mm-hmm. theaters. Yeah. December. Yes. Yeah. Can't wait. I want my so, 3D glasses. Oh man, it's gonna be so good. I want also, that worm to jump out of the screen at me. Spider Man is coming out in December. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, that that's on the missed. slate now. As well. That's on the slate now as well. Yeah. Have they even made that yet? With uh, they're in the process. They've been teasing it, yeah, because there's that in the, the Eternals as well. I think I was going to say the Eternals that, was yeah, the next the, one up on the slate after the, Black Widow. I guess maybe when's the Eternals? Just... September? Or is it no, Shang Chi is Shang the Ten Rings is now is the the next one instead. I don't know where oh, okay. the Eternals is. Okay. Yeah. Look, as a, you know, I I was surprised to see that Spider Man was even on it, but I think they're trying to line it up with the first Spider Man movie. Mm. So um, all right, yeah. You look at here's an it is. interesting one though. Would it go out on Disney Plus if it's a Sony thing? Probably not. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, really? Apparently, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because because the, the first two, the Homecoming and Far From Home, they are not up there. They are like the Hulk, completely not on the 
streaming service. That's like. a fair point as well, actually. They're yeah. on Netflix. They're on Netflix, yeah. Or, or on, or on uh, Channel 4 as well, if you watch all four, which is the oh, best streaming which, service. I love that app. It, yeah. It's the yeah. Malcolm in the Middle, like, thank you, WandaVision. Um, like, the Taskmaster. Undercover like, Boss. There's, there's loads, Seinfeld, loads of great stuff on there, and it's free. Sponsor us, Channel 4. Here's if the... Coors can sponsor you, you can sponsor us. <laughs> Um, yeah, but like, oh, and for anyone listening in in America or now that, basically you can get it. Just you know, get a VPN and you'd be fine. Actually, I don't even think you need one though. You should just be able to download it because it's not geolocked or anything like that. It's actually more usable. It's actually more user friendly and intuitive than the RTE player, which doesn't oh, that's, work. In that's general. not hard. I think our our basic like it doesn't even work. HTML website, like nerd to know basic HTML website is more user friendly than the RTE player. Like the, I think the best way to illustrate this is that like uh, there's a small there's a small Irish pro wrestling company called Over the Top Wrestling and their streaming service <laughs> is not only more stable but more reliable. <laughs> someone was talking about someone was talking someone was talking about it on Reddit the other day, and they're like the only way I can get it to work is to put a pie hole in it and block all the ads, but sometimes it crashes the entire browser. I'm like. You shouldn't have to do that. It That's what happened work. one year with the Eurovision. Yeah, it's like the ads were broken. I didn't even have an ad blocker. I, 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 I don't mind ads, but like the ad block, the ad thing was broken, but the ad wouldn't play. So none of the shows would play either. Oh, like, RT, can you go five minutes then embarrassing yourself? <laughs> How long well, is see, that? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, we're, it's also the most expensive streaming service because we whatever the TV license is, like 180 or something like that a year, that's a very expensive streaming service. Like, that's mm. double, mm. double... What, it's and they don't have the Muppets. They don't have anybody. They, have a, they do have a lot of Muppets. <laughs> they're just they're first very expensive Muppets. Or, or I don't know hey, you're a career in RT at some point, are you? Oh no, I I could couldn't. I just it's where the money is. Yeah, but Dara, you can yeah. fix it. Bring the tape. That's not a bad idea. It's, it's we, can we can rebuild. It's re-build. very hard to get in, and it's incredibly difficult to get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. no, no. Look, as I said, although I have enjoyed, I have uh, enjoyed watching Fair City during the the plague. Oh man, it's something else. It's they've managed to make the show even worse and more stilted. It's like okay, but they love this whole virus thing there it's given them oh, fuel for days the show, is it? oh the show oh man it's like the whole point of the show nothing else happens they're all just talking about it all the time it's hilarious um yeah i've only ever watched fair city to and i have friends in it like you know we were uh, in it me and Bryn were in it for ages you you were hit upon the point i was about to say which is like if i've known someone who's either written an episode starring in an episode i saw a lot of episodes because i studied with caroline and she was in it for a while and uh, or especially background extras Tape mm-hmm. it, one brother and sister, boom. That's that's your viewership. There, look for for anyone who doesn't know, or Fair City is uh, our biggest um, soap. Ari standards. Yeah, Ari standards. Yeah, and to to put it into context, when I was in it, I played three different people in the same episode, and they thought that was fine. <laughs> I was I, I was in every one of the shops so the hardware store the spa and the restaurant and they're like oh you're fine I'm like but I look exactly like, no just put your hair up and down in your grand not wear your glasses I'm like so what I, I'm three people <laughs> Clark Kent Clark Kent that was it oh yeah. they used to do that on Star Trek The Next Generation they put shots together so you'd see like Riker three times sitting at three different tables in the same shot or something no, like it's... that no the funniest was when you were there and it, they just do the 
the Ed Wood thing where like something would fall over and they go, it's fine, time to go to lunch. And you're like, you're not going to shoot it again. No, that's fine. <laughs> and like, just, oh man, it's gas. Yeah. You know, I think... I mean, I know, the only way it could be more incompetently done is if the entire thing was directed by Harold Zoid. Oh, that would be amazing. The the pipe fights in the background. Yeah. You know what they should what they should actually it's all do? gone off food in the shop. But they can have this idea for real, right? And it, it's grand. Shoot an extra show. You know, like the show extras? But mm. just actually just shoot it where it's like someone is filming the, the show happening and the hijinks that happen during it. And that would be way more interesting than the actual show itself. But no. Well, I, I mean, I kind of staged just tapping into that uh, I think it'd be mentality in some respects. It would be cheaper to make. It'd be very cheap to make. But, just, uh, uh, just, uh, just a GoPro and a, and a, and a HDMI and a LAN to a, to a Twitch stream. And there you go. <laughs> like, it's just like, I don't know, but like, it, they're like the WWE. Me and Brent have a saying where if it's fun or interesting, it's not going to happen. RT, it's fun, interesting, and no one get and the high brass don't get paid 100 grand. It's not going to happen. So To give yeah. the people on Fair City credit, though, like, I mean, like, on any soap opera, the schedule you work to is yeah, crazy. Like I knew one of the story editors for a while and she just described, I'm sorry if you sang that before, but she just described it as being like writing. It was like feeding a monster. That's never full. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, you just work around the clock and it'll be like the, the takes they would use would be, and these, this isn't fair city specific. It's just general things would be like the lighting is best in this shot, but maybe not the acting or like you say, maybe something falls over. Like, you know, so I I applaud the people who work on it. And I'm sorry if the results aren't, you know, it, it's, everything it, it was they hoped it would be. It's amazing. It is amazing when you see them editing it because they edit it in between shots. So they'll mm. shoot the shot and then you'll see up on the screen them actually editing it. And you're like, okay, that's pretty impressive that they're able to get it done that way. But mm. then, like, it's like you should pad it out with something, you know? The making of shows are like like the talking dead, like talking city or something like that. You can pad this stuff out and make it run, but no, let's just work them to death. It makes no sense, you know. It's crazy. Mm. Two and a half hours of TV a week. It doesn't happen by accident, like you know. Uh, well, no. The one thing I am waiting for, and my whole time there, I don't know if you thought this spring as well. I wanted the bus to show up because <laughs> apparently the bus shows up now and then, and it never happened. Yeah. I I think they should have more scenes on the bus. You know, like some like scumbag comes up and they like try to stab you on the bus or something, or like a junkie on the bus, like real life. They could yeah. just do the bus scene. You know, it'd be great. Now you're sounding like Ed Wood. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's what happens on buses <laughs> getting, in Dublin. It's getting disturbingly like Harold Lloyd. Uh, <laughs> I just like, for the life of me, I don't understand. Oi! <laughs> Just imagine, like they have like the town junkie. He's like, "Oh, come here, can I have change?" No, and you get on the bus, and it's you know, there's loads of things you could do. I don't, I don't know if Fair City's target audience uh, would want to see junkies. <laughs> and then suddenly, Fair City just evolves into a twenty four seven vlog channel where you just follow this one man's journey right <laughs> never ending. <laughs> I want the Rock of Ages Fair City where it's like 20 years in the future and they have to like fix it. Oh my oh god. My. And all the kind of feuds have died. They've had to team up. Ireland unlocked. The, the, the post-apocalyptic Fair City where Mecca Hawhi ruins. 
<laughs> Maybe I'll, they've team I'll, up with the EastEnders and Coronation Street and Home and Away. Well, Ireland on lockdown for like 30 years, what's left of it? The Fair City crowd have to band yeah, yeah. together. They rope <laughs> in Judge Judy, even though she's retired. Like you know, She's retiring this year. Yeah, yeah, she's retiring this yeah, year. Yeah, there's so, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to be fair. Like, I, I, saw, I saw a recent episode of Judge Judy and I'm like, wow, she looks bad, man. Like, she looks old as hell. You're like... You know, she is. She's old. Well, I, I I don't watch Judge Judy religiously, but every day I open my news app and I'm like, please don't turn out to be a horrible person. Please, I don't want to lose this and feel guilty about it retroactively. No, but like you retire know, now. Because here's the thing with the sh- with that show, right? The reruns would usually be like from like 2003. So like she's mm. forever like that age, and then when you see her today, you're like, whoa! You got, and you're like, yeah, that was because it was twenty years ago. It's weird. The joys of aging, guys, right? Isn't that fun? The old ravages <laughs> of age. But anyway, um, old man winter. <laughs> old man winter. You know, I swear, like some th- those ads. I don't know. It, the Simpsons. I don't want to get into a Simpsons rant because I. That's another thing. We'll it's hold what on. we're here for. It's no, what we'll, the public want. We'll we'll hold on to that one because uh, it's been renewed again. Two more seasons. Hey. Yay! It's great that we're doing all the headlines the, an hour and a half the, in. The dead the the dead horse has been flogged yet um, again. <laughs> you know what? Eventually, the Sim. I I just imagine the Simpsons being like the emperor from. Uh, 40k where he just you have to feed <laughs> souls to him to keep him alive and his right his casket oh, Disney oh Plus God. subscription yeah, I thought you were going to say like the Emperor and Rise of Skywalker hanging off a coat hanger like oh no it's even uh, more sad than that it's even more it's sad just, than that like there's no there's yeah. no life in it at all like they're just like yeah. quick yeah, the, we need psychers when you see the intro sequence for Simpsons uh, season 39 it's just got IVs hooked into it <laughs> it's, it's not getting to, increasingly I know to- it, as, it's, getting, first, it, it's starting to really approach the parody it did of star of uh, like a Star Trek film that like mm. set well yeah. in the future called So Very Tired. So very yeah. tired. Can uh, I bring up a scandal around the Simpsons and pop it up for the last two? Oh, weeks? absolutely. They, the, they did a Homer Simpson flashback episode, okay. and now teenage Homer is in the nineties, yeah, which yes. means that canonically Bart now older than Homer. Is this something that bothers you at all? No, because like, it's, flo- it's a floating retconning. Time. Like no, it's a floating timeline. It's fine. Flowing. Floating, yeah. It's like, floating. yeah, but like this Grandpa was in the World the War II. Like, yeah, but not. Well, see, that's the thing. They haven't brought that up, like, in a while. So I'd imagine they'll just move it up to, to Vietnam. Yeah. With Hitler. Well, why not? Mecha Hitler from uh, <laughs> from Wolfenstein. That was the thing, right? Turns I out mean, I, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it too much. It's, But I do think it's, even if you're incredibly forgiving, it's a sign that The Simpsons is kind of hung around a bit long I, I, I would just I mean I just I would just age them up personally they should they should just age them up I don't know what they're waiting yeah. for like I think they've done everything they possibly can like yeah. there was a there's a good channel on YouTube called uh, Simpsons Theory or something like that mm. and your one is she was doing a whole thing on it and really they it's on Barrett's life and it's like there's nothing left for him to do as a 10 year old what is there like he's been a Twitch streamer and everything Abby. Yeah. I heard that was recent, actually. Yeah, like, it's, it's the sort of thing where I think that actually, like, as we say, it's beating the dead horse, just kind of, just continue. Like, it's kind of, it's it's a persistence that it doesn't seem like it's ever grown. If, like, Fox were doing a Simpsons revival, a Simpsons, Simpsons Plus, where they just jump at 10 years, Bart's in college, Lisa's at the end of high school, that's immediately something. I yeah. think that that's, that would get a lot more people at least to watch at least one half episode. a season. Yeah. 
One yeah. episode. Yeah. Like, it, as opposed to just 30, like 35, 35th season of. Like, there's literally nothing for them to do. Like, there's mm. nowhere for them. They've been everywhere. They've done everything. Like, they've, I don't know if they've done a virus special or not yet. I don't think they have. Well, they did the episode where Marge goes to jail way back when. Yeah, and, but they did that a couple of times. But it's just like, mm. I don't know, man. I, I'll still watch them. But I agree with Kev. I think aging them up is is the way forward. And then if it fails, it fails. You know, call just it a day. End the damn show. They're not going to do that, though. Well, man. see, like, Simpsons too, too big to fail. Too, exactly, like, makes even way too much money. If no one watched it, it would still nude based on the mobile games, the mm. merchandise, this, the, that. It's like, in a weird way, like, Rowan Atkinson is, like, hugely popular in different parts of the world. So they'll keep doing Johnny English films, even though they don't do anything here. Like, mm. you know, as long as people even like the memory of the Simpsons, it will keep going, you know? But see, here's the thing. If they really wanted to cash it out, right... They could do spin-offs. So you could do your age yeah. on the kids. Like the you... spin-off showcase. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I would watch the, I would the wa- Moe and the Love Tester thing. I would watch this, this, the the one in New Orleans. The Chief Wiggum? Yeah, I'd yeah. watch that. What's Skinny it? Boy? Skinny Boy. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'm sure we'll meet again each and every week. Um, but there, there is scope for that, for them to do it with some of the characters, you know, that they've... But... It, it it requires vision, and I don't think anyone mm. who's working The Simpsons now has a modicum of vision anymore. They're like, but what's quick and easy? I disagree with that, though, because Professor Frank makes you laugh and he makes you think. So. <laughs> that monkey's going to pay. That monkey's going to pay. <laughs> it's a poison chalice, though, because if you are the person, let's say one of us was given control of The Simpsons, and you change it, and you people don't like it, you are forever the person who ruined at this point, at this, at, at, at this point, I don't think you. Like, how could you? Ruin I know, but you're still the one getting thrown under the bus. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but that bus has been and gone. Like it's like the old days when you didn't have the app and you missed the bus. You we know, know that just, <laughs> the bus is gone. Don't know that. And just say, oh no, you just have to. You just have to go back and watch the ten seasons of the ten. Same ten seasons of The Simpsons you were already yeah. watching. How terrible! For How te- you. Yeah, like <laughs> at, at this point, like you know, they've also replaced a lot of the voice actors as well. So it, it now was actually yeah. Really, how's that going? I know you've I, actually been watching I, it. I don't know. I haven't. They've only started. I think the next two ones are going to oh, happen. Okay. But what I mean on that is like now is a good opportunity to do something like you know who i feel bad for i feel bad for marge or one who voices marge she sounds in horrific pain every time she talks and every time mm. you watch new episodes you're like, that poor woman she, you know she needs replace her try, <laughs> replace try her. doing a marge voice now it's not easy no it I, really, it really hurts, hurts your throat but i'm just like Homer. i'm just like why didn't they replace her as well because she sounds like she's in awful or, pain or kill her off to change the voice a good bit a good bit yeah on. exactly like right in some way she's, she, she's in like a car accident has to talk differently or something come on mm-hmm. like think about it you know you get paid enough um but yeah so we're gonna watch the simpsons until it ends guys sadly so enjoy i i don't like that we <laughs> that's all you but um yeah that's everything we have this week guys uh, a longer show we it's been a while since we've done a show so i enjoyed this this was fun yeah 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 we, it was nice to have news and yeah, to avoid it's, it well, it's, this, it's like blast from the past it's the blast from the past i've done better though i didn't cut over you guys as much as i normally do 
it's, it's these these group therapy sessions are going well they are they are indeed and thanks to monster mo in the chat for uh for dropping in as well that we do appreciate it <laughs> guys if you're new to the channel subscribe uh like give us money as well that helps too um and yeah we'll be back next week as normal there's a new show uh a couple of new shows actually dropped on this so we have a new show on the network uh a new wrestling show from the turnbuckle uh, I launched the show, The Metal Dialogues. No idea when the new one is coming out. Um, because I said that. Keen, I never got around to posting our GameStop... Uh, our, not GameStop. Our Game Corner show. So that's going to go up this weekend. Ooh, the continuity on this is going to be crazy. That's going to go up this weekend. And um, yeah, Kev, have you got anything coming up? When's the next anime crash course? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't so know. So it doesn't have a good answer? Uh, no. Uh, no, just like scheduling has been just difficult. Uh, what with the, the recent move and still figuring out everything. Everything. So, That's fair. yeah. Anime Crash Course is still on a temporary hiatus. Uh, I will get back to you about that later. But uh, as always, you can find me uh, on my Twitter at Kevtalican94, where I have now been posting my uh, screenshots of me doing a. Uh, we're off radio hot girl shit in Final Fantasy XIV, which is my new crack cocaine. Um, <laughs> and also you can find me on twitch.tv slash Connorine, C-O-N-O-R-A-Y-N-E, where I am running a D&D game for my very good friends. And we're having a very fun time. Awesome. Ooh. Awesome. That seems fun. And Bryn, dare I ask you about Tech to- Takeover? Yeah, no. It's not, <laughs> it's not, that's not brutally honest anyone got anything yeah. else to plug before we wrap it up yes now? yes I will uh, I am as we have discussed reviewing the Falcon and Winter Soldier for Geek Ireland but equally uh, I'm taking I'm working with ADHDR and I mentioned this in my last show that hasn't gone out this might be the first one uh, basically ADHDR are offering lots of free classes and courses on their website Um all you have to do is sign up and it's kind of designed to like what we're doing here, kind of combat feeling isolated in these weird times. I'm doing drama, but there's lots and lots of different things. The drama is your thing. So if you'd like to get to know people or learn a new skill, go to ADHD Ireland and all the events are there and hoping to see you there. Awesome. Yeah. That's the, like, again, the continuity is a bit fucked because uh, oh that's that's me that's my fault I'm sorry um, don't you dare apologize you're keeping the rest of us looking good <laughs> yeah but I only realized I'm like oh god that was two weeks ago I should have got that out <laughs> um, I was like trying to figure everything out again college is coming to an end for me soon so thank god I get some of my life back and uh, yeah if you guys are new again please subscribe comment that does help us an awful lot and we'll be back next week uh, around the same time for nerds no basis nerdsnomedia.com and yeah thanks very much guys we'll see you later bye check out the rest and rewind here on phoenix 92.5 fm every tuesday at 8 p.m to 9 p.m and of course over on nerdsnomedia.com the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling we'll see you then Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.